0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, we're veering off from talking to other people. In fact, I'm just going to talk to you. Recently, I remarked on an episode with Todd Henry about his latest book when we were talking about The Motivation Code. I mentioned that this was now one of the top five productivity books that I would be suggesting to people. And somebody on Twitter asked me, what are the other four? That's actually a great idea for an episode, so I thought I would do it. And if you don't peek ahead and look at the show notes, you'll be able to follow along. But again, as usual, I will link up to everything I mention. In the show notes for this episode, which you can find at beyond the to-do list three four seven. And before we get into those five books, I do want to give you two quick tool suggestions that will help you with your reading. Number one is Brain FM. You've heard me talk about this time and again. It's something I constantly am using, not just for reading, but also for focus when I'm sitting at my computer in a focused block of time to get work done. I'm also using it to relax and de-stress and often for naps or even to get better sleep at night. Brain FM is music that was created with a science-first approach that will help you with all those things I just mentioned, your state of focus, your relaxation, deep sleep, even meditation, but also specifically reading. Listening to Brain FM will get you into a more receptive and more focused phase of your brain that will help you when you're doing your reading. I suggest trying out Brain FM with reading, and you can try that out free at to do list.com slash brainfm. The other tool is Blinkist. Blinkist is great for testing books out, or if you just don't have time and you want to get those nuggets from those books, they provide you that top knowledge from those nonfiction books so that you can be learning anytime, anywhere. You can listen to them as audiobooks, or you can read them as Blinks. This is another cool way to get your feet wet into these books and then commit deeper if you want to. Another cool feature that they've just started and teamed up with me on is something called Shortcasts. This is where they will bring you key insights from podcasts, and then you can go to Blinkist and listen to those key insights from those podcasts in the shortcast format in around 15 minutes. So if you want to review an episode that you love, or if you never listened to that episode, you can listen to it on the go. You're going to love it. Of it. And you can check out Blinkist and Shortcasts over at beyondthetodolist.com slash Blinkist. Go check that out. All right, so first up on the book list is the Getting Things Done Workbook by David Allen. When I talked to David last, I was thrilled to see that the Getting Things Done methodology was being given a workbook and how simple it laid out the GTD methodology in terms of how to, but not just how to, but just literally practically doing it. Many people have read Getting Things Done, although some have only read the original version. There's also a second version that was updated. And this is, I think, in a way, the third version or even the best version. He did come out with GTD for Teens a couple of years ago. This is better than that, in my opinion. This explains GTD, even if you've heard of it before and used it before, this is the best refresher on that that you're going to get. This is going to cover a lot of the basics in terms of not keeping things in your head, capturing those things, having regular intervals to decide what to do with the things that you captured. Anybody who is familiar with GTD knows that there are times where you fall off and then you get back on. And a lot of people, I think, you know, in talking with my productivity friends have said, yeah, are you still doing GTD? I, I just don't see GTD as a thing you do or don't do because you're always doing some of it. Because in fact, we all are doing these steps that are in these five stages of GTD, which is capture, clarify organize, reflect, and engage. Those are different words than what it used to be called. Some of those stages were different in terms of, you know, instead of capture, it was like collect. Instead of clarify, it was process. Organize, I think, still remained the same, but then there's also planning and doing. In other words, the language can be different across time. And across understandings, but we all are essentially, and if I were to take my own words and say it, we are all having ideas or remembering things. There's the capture. We need to decide if we need to do something with that now or later. That's clarify or process. Organize is part of that where it's deciding where and when and how and even if you're going to do that thing reflecting is looking back, planning is looking forward, doing and engaging are kind of the same thing. It's the two-minute rule. Do this if it's possible to do right now or don't and save it for later when you can. This is all basic productivity stuff. However, this is where a lot of people get hung up on and fall off and then become completely unproductive. Even just starting here when you feel completely off about your productivity is a great place to return to. It's kind of like, oh man, I've been off my diet or I've been off my workouts for a while. And then you go back to the gym. GTD is like going back to the gym for productivity. So that's why this book is number one. All right. Number two is Michael Hyatt's Free to Focus. I have actually gone to a seminar on this that was a couple of days long. It was incredibly helpful. And here's the thing. You could skip the GTD one. If you really wanted to, you could. You could. I'm just saying it's well worth starting there if you've never done it. But even if you have done GTD before, it's a great place to start stretching <laughs> in terms of your productivity, to then start to lean in on doing the couch to 5K, I guess, in a way that Free to Focus is. And Free to Focus is great. This this book covers a lot of the next steps that would come out of GTD. And in fact, this book is almost the unpacking and the 201, 301-ish levels, courses of what originally GTD as a 1%. 101 level is. So this is all about learning how to make those Decisions of what and when and where and how that you need to make when you're in those GTD stages. So if if it's capturing things or if it's eliminating those things from even being captured in the first place, that's where cutting out the non-essentials comes in from free to focus or eliminating interruptions and distractions. Well, that is definitely going to be part of your workflow when it comes to the actual execution of those things in your system, leveraging your time and energy for maximum productivity, that comes into, hey, maybe you've captured all the right things. Maybe you've decided on what needs to be done, but then you're always lethargic or you don't have the most energy for when it's time for you to get those things done. That's what this book is going to then layer on top of to help you build momentum for your success. And I personally know that a lot of this came out of Michael Hyatt's own Rubber Meets the Road practical application in his personal life and in his business. So this is tried and true stuff. In fact, again, one of the benefits of me sitting in on the seminar was seeing him Tell us the stories of when these things worked because things at that point weren't. In other words, he'll give you the testimonials of what wasn't working and then how he came up with the fix and why. And in fact, many of those stories are in this book. And if that's not enough, I'm actually one of the people that endorsed this book. That was an honor of mine that Michael asked me to do. In fact, I'm going to read it here for you so you can hear it. Here's what I said about the book. Whenever I hear of a new productivity topic, I always ask, Has Michael Hyatt done research on this yet? And as one of thousands of people who've gone through his free-to-focus course, I'm proud to claim Michael as my go-to authority. So there you go. I even said it. It's in print, inside of the book itself. Definitely the next step for you if you've never tried it out before. Michael's been on the show many times over the years. In fact, he's probably due for another appointment some point soon. Next up on the list is Indistractable, How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life by Nir Eyal. And essentially, this book is all about overcoming distraction, figuring out what the catalysts are for your distractions, and then how to conquer those distractions in a practical way. In the book, Nir talks about the different ways in which you can tackle a distraction and learning to respond differently to those triggers that cause those distractions. Because let's face it, on an average day, we're bombarded with so many different stimulus, whether it's social media or email or your own to-do list or people in your work environment. All those different distractions can sabotage you, make you feel less focused, leave you feeling unmotivated, and you don't have to swear off Technology altogether, But you do need to figure out how to use it appropriately. This is a through thread through not just my life that I've been talking about this theme with a number of people recently, because, again, it's not just about technology. We were distracted before technology was part of our everyday workflow. But this is that book that talks about how to get to that root cause of your distractions. And it's not just an easy fix like don't use social media or turn it off or turn off all your notifications. Those are easy answers that, yes, I highly endorse using those things, or not using them, as it were, or turning them off. This talks about that hidden psychology about why we are distracted and then what to do about it. One of the key pieces for me from the book is this idea that when we're distracted, we're looking for an escape from discomfort. And so what I've been trying to figure out is what is causing my discomfort and spending time processing that, proactively working on that outside of and ahead of key focused work times so that I can get more done when it's time for me to get it done. And in fact, maybe then I can use less time to get the same amount done and be more efficient, but then also not be burning out. So that is Indistractable by near AL number three. Number four is James Clear's Atomic Habits. It seems like when this book came out, it just blew up and and it's because it's so good. Honestly, the book is basically about habits. It's about adopting simple habits. It's about incremental change and the power of that. That's where the word atomic comes from. That not only is the atom incredibly small, but atomic power based off the atom is incredibly powerful. It's a truly great name for a book. And as far as productivity goes and making incremental change, like this is the foundation book. There have been other books on habits, but like this is the one that everybody's talked about and read about. And and again, if, if you've not read this book and not actually done the homework with it, then you are missing out because habits are that building block of life, that what you do consistently is who you are. And if you're really looking for longer or larger transformation in your life, it's those small changes that turn the ship. It's that 1%. Uh, he talks about this in the book. James does. He talks about getting 1% better every day. And so for me, uh, I've been doing walking consistently again. You know, I, My physical health, that's been a long time thing for me. I have put in a lot of hours in this past summer and now fall thinking about James' book and using it to do a small amount of pushups and a small amount of walking daily, and it's built up over time, I am now poised to start making different and or bigger changes when it comes to this stuff. But without doing those other things longer over time, I wouldn't be here right now, wouldn't be at that place. And that's basically that That's basically that art of showing up. It's the, it's the two-minute rule when it comes to habits. One of the other pieces that I can throw in here that also goes hand-in-hand in hand with Indistractable uh, is meditation. I've been doing that for a few weeks now, more than a few weeks now, doing like five minutes a day and some days twice. And it doesn't feel impossible anymore. It actually feels like progress is getting made. So I honestly don't know what else I can say about this book other than this is that that habit-forming, habit-changing, large transformation from a really small turning point book that you need to grab. And that's why James Clear's Atomic Habits is on my list of top five productivity books. Okay, and lastly, obviously, I mentioned it right out front in the beginning of the show, The Motivation Code by Todd Henry. I mean, I just, I love what Todd Henry does with all of his books. This one just really hits at a great time. My episode with him on it is only a few weeks old. You can go back and listen to it. By the way, any of these conversations with these people about these books, if you want to dive in deeper, again, check out the show notes at com slash 347. I'll link up to those individual episodes there. But since I recently talked with Todd about The Motivation Code and what it is and how it works. I'll be a little bit more succinct here with my suggestion and summary. So the full title of the book is The Motivation Code, Discover the Hidden Forces that Drive Your Best Work. Hopefully this is not a turnoff for you about the book, but if you've done other personality tests or typings or things of that sort, this is another one of those. But there's a lot of science behind it, which makes it not just real interesting, but real effective. So in the book, basically drawing on research and interviews from over 100,000 people, motivation is not a one-size-fits-all thing. And this, I think, has been the struggle for a lot of people. People are motivated in many different ways. In fact, there are 27 motivational themes. And so you've got your own unique motivational DNA. And so by going through the assessment and then using this book as a handbook, you can unlock how to have better conversations how to make better decisions, how to truly delve in and lean in on your motivational strength. And in the conversation with Todd, I mentioned two other books. So here's two freebies for you that go along with the motivation code for me. Number one is the Enneagram. I've talked in the past with Ian Morgan Cron about his book, The Road Back to You. And I haven't talked to anybody about Strength Finders on this show before, but that's the other book. So when talking with Todd, I mentioned this Triforce of books. These are the three that I was referring to. I was talking about The Motivation Code, The Road Back to You for the Enneagram, and Strength Finders. And all three of those books' assessments come up with a picture of myself that looks at my strengths, why I tend to do things a certain way in health or in weakness. This is is something that Todd refers to in his book as essentially the light side and the dark side to those different motivational themes. And essentially what I am saying here with Todd's book and those other two is self-awareness, of your strengths and your personality are huge when it comes to applying anything from the other books that have previously been mentioned in this episode. So this is that extra layer. This is that hidden layer or that unaware layer that can sabotage your GTD, your free-to-focus, your habits, can cause you to be distracted. This is where you really unlock the power in a lot of ways. Or another way to look at it is, why am I so distracted? Well, it's because I'm not using the right motivation. Why am I having such a hard time undoing or setting up for the first time this new habit? Maybe you aren't leaning into your motivation or vice versa. You may be able to tap into the perfect habit If you link it to the right motivation. So you can see here why these five books and even some of the extra bonus ones I threw out here at the end here, these last two of Strength Finders and The Road Back to You, putting all five of these books together makes you a productivity powerhouse. So in conclusion, there's no excuse now. (laughs) And I say that as friendly and as gently, but also as boldly as I can, is that you really can do great things. These five books slash seven books are my top five that I would suggest to people. And I hope that in suggesting them to you and even linking up to the conversations that I've had with other people about these books and these concepts and these principles, that this will truly move the needle for you now at the end of 2020. And into 2021 and beyond. So, how's that for going beyond the to do list? I really hope that this has been helpful for you. Again, the show notes for this episode can be found at Beyond the slash three, four, seven. Don't forget my two suggestions to check out Brain FM and Blinkist. You can check those both out at Beyond the slash Brain FM and Beyond the Todo slash Blinkist checking those out are really going to help you with the reading of these books and others to come and with your focus and your productivity. If you found these suggestions helpful, would you do me the favor of sharing this episode? You can do that by hitting the share button on whatever podcast player app of choice you're using right now, or go on over to the show notes, click that share button, let somebody know about these books. Thanks so much for sharing. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next episode.